it really is like Christmas uh, for a swimming fan or for a swimmer, um, you know, come into town, enjoy Jewel in the Pool as a spectator and then get to swim as part of short course. Um, there's, a, there's a lot happening, but it's going to be a really exciting time. And it's been a long time since we've hosted this sort of high level of, of swimming content in Sydney. So um, it's really great for us to be back in a major market. Welcome to Swim.Rocks, the podcast that shares ideas, information and inspiration between swimming people who stay dry. I'm your host, Ben Ramsden, and this week we're talking all about the Festival of Swimming that's taking place in Sydney from the 19th to the 27th of August. Now, I should just apologise, I had a few microphone issues at my end during this interview, but um, it was my interviewee, Jody Hawkins, the Executive General Manager of Commercial and Marketing from Swimming Australia, who we really wanted to hear from. So when I caught up with her a couple of weeks ago, I started off by asking her what her role covers. So my department, I guess, looks after all of the commercial functions of Swimming Australia. So we look after um, sponsorships and partnerships, um, both with corporate and governments. Uh, we look after broadcast arrangements uh, and facilitation of that. We look after all of the events that Swimming Australia run, um, as well as the marketing and communication. So really all of the things that underpin the, the sort of commercial side of, of the Swimming Australia business. Very good. Now, you've got a few things on at the moment, I know, with um, the Festival of Swimming coming up in Sydney. I've had a quick look. There's USA Swimming in town. You've got Jewel in the Pool. You've got SwimCon. You've got the Australian Short Course Championship. You've got the Awards Night. Wow, there's so much going on. <laughs> but how, how do you relate to the Festival of Swimming? T tell us, how would you sort of summarise it in a sentence or two? Uh, I think it's like Christmas for any swimming fan. Um, if you come to Sydney, you're guaranteed to catch uh, a range of different swimming activities on and a range of different venues. You know, we'll be operating out of Bondi, out of Sydney Olympic Park, um, you know, SwimCon, our Thought Leadership and Innovation Conference is also out at Sydney Olympic Park at the Novotel. Uh, and then we come back into the city um, to the Wentworth Sofitel for our awards night on the Sunday night. So it really is like Christmas uh, for a swimming fan or for a swimmer, um, you know, come into town, enjoy Jewel in the Pool as a spectator and then get to swim as part of short course. Um, there's, a, there's a lot happening, but it's going to be a really exciting time. And it's been a long time since we've hosted this sort of high level of, of swimming content in Sydney. So um, it's really great for us to be back in a major market. Well, let's just walk through all of those events sort of one by one so we can just, just unpack them a bit. Um, starting off with Jewel in the Pool, I think that kicks off, or should we say dives in with a ocean swim at Bondi on, on Friday. Tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, I think it's one of the first of its kind. We're going to do a four by 800 metre relay um, in Bondi, point to point. So Australia versus US, it will go towards the points tally for Jewel in the Pool. Um, but just something really different. We wanted, we wanted to do something at Bondi because Bondi is so iconically Sydney. Um, and it was really important for us to be able to activate down there. So we've been working with Greg Shaw, who oversees our open water program, 
Um, and we've got this great relay that we're really looking forward to, to executing. Sydney in August, it's a little bit fresh in the water. I myself will be glad to be staying on dry land, um, but we'll be doing that fairly early in the morning. So 9am, um, anyone who has lived in Sydney knows that um, around August, September, the winds start to pick up mid-morning. So we want to get in before, well, while it's still a bit calmer before the winds start to kick, start to kick in. Now, is this a spectator event? Can people turn up and watch? Certainly, as you can go for, it's not ticketed, so you can turn up and watch for free from the beach. Um, hopefully the swell will allow us to, to get a good view from the beach. Uh, but yeah, that's a it's a free event that anyone can come down and have a look at. And how much will it be to see? Uh, because, you know, from the beach, looking at swimmers in the distance, you know, may not be that exciting. It'll be commentary or what, what's the deal? Uh, I think that there won't be any commentary. We are going to film it for as part of a wrap-up for broadcast a little bit later. Um, if you know Bondi well, you probably want to go either on the Bondi walk towards uh, Coogee, Clavelli, uh, or on north, um, down North Bondi, Ben Buckler Point, and you'll be able to get a bird's eye view. That's probably going to be the best place to have a look um, rather than the beach. You'd better be you'd, you'd be better off at one of those high vantage points. And bring your binoculars by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so moving on to the jewel in the pool pool part, that happens on Saturday evening and Sunday evening at, at SOPAC. Tell us about that. It's really exciting. It's um, a combination of skins style racing as well as traditional racing. Um, we are actually going to be uh, running the first ever asterisk that we're aware of. Uh, para and able-bod um, relay, combined relay. So we'll have an S9 male and female with an able-bodied male and female um, swimming in a relay race, Australia against the US. We don't think that's ever been done before. So an actual competitive race bringing both our Paralympic and Olympic cohorts together. So we're really excited about that. Um, probably note to self, I've, I've let our head coach Rowan Taylor run away with uh, rules and he was given a brief to be very creative. It has taken us a little bit to, uh, I guess, to bring to life and understand um, how the rules of the event are going to happen. But it's kind of a little bit like big bash cricket. We want to, we wanted to really dial up the entertainment, build in a bit of uncertainty. So we'll have some, um, some medley uh, races where the swimmers won't actually know what order they're swimming the legs in until they get onto pool deck. So um, some power-ups where we can go, the coaches can go for double points in races. There's a couple of different things of which will create some wonderful explainers for the people at the event and watching on broadcast so they can understand how it all rolls out. But it's a really good opportunity for us to, to create a bit of an entertainment environment, something that's different something that isn't really done on a regular basis. There's a few tantalising comments you made there about points. Uh, does that mean it's team versus team? Yeah, it's Australia versus the US and whoever has the most points tallied at the end of the three days. So as I said, the open water element does add into the point score. Um, but by Sunday night, whoever has the most points, whatever team has the most points is, is the winner. So it's really about um, less about the individuals and more about the team coming together. Um, and we do have a, a lovely trophy, a cup for the uh, the winning team to take home. 
Now, I see that half of the Australian team have been announced. Uh, is that because you're trying to tantalise us with who the second half will be or it's not sorted out yet? Or what's going no, on? No, so um, Rowan did want to, and Adam Pine, um, who looks after our Paralympic program, wanted to make sure that we had a fairly solid selection criteria. Uh, so the second half of the team will be picked off the back of the Commonwealth Games, which is really exciting. If for us, you know, we're going to be sitting there watching and, and trying to work out who uh, Rowan and Adam might add to the team. Um, but that's a, you know, that's a really exciting, um, I guess, additional piece of, uh, of press for us, an additional piece of selection. So it really does give us a chance to see some other athletes race and see if there is someone in the mix who might just, you know, absolutely run through the ranks and, and score themselves a spot. Because there is prize money up for grabs with Jewel in the pool, so there's prize money on the on the line, and uh, and the winner does take home, you know, quite a bit of cash. Possibly that might be a world first for us as well. In terms of, in order to be selected to swim in Sydney, you have to swim really well in the in the UK on the other side of the outside <laughs> of the planet. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, you know. Well, England's getting much better with their, uh, I guess, with their um, national team as well. They're they're highly competitive, um, so you've got to imagine their facilities are pretty good. But uh, yeah, it, it's you know the Commonwealth Games provides us a really great launching pad for Jewel in the Pool. Um, you know, it's only a couple of weeks later, uh, and working with the same broadcast is a, a great benefit as well. So um, it just yeah, it adds a bit of additional relevance for us. Now, personally, I'm really excited because uh, I'm going to be a technical official on pool deck during that. So I'm very much looking forward to it myself. But, but for those that uh, want to watch in, in person, um, how, how can they arrange tickets and how much do they cost? Yeah, so tickets are from 20 bucks for an adult. Um, obviously, there are children's concession and family prices as well. Um, they're available through Ticketek. So jumping onto our website is probably the easiest way to, to find the link to Ticketek or go to Ticketek directly. But they're affordable tickets. We wanted to make sure that our pricing was family friendly. And we believe that we've really landed on a, on a great price point um, that's reflective of the entertainment that, that people are going to get when they come to the venue. Okay, so that's 7 p.m. kickoff or splash off, whatever you call it, for swimming, uh, both Saturday and Sunday evening, yes? Yeah, so gates will open at 6 o'clock for a 7 o'clock start. And can people watch on online or on TV as well? Yeah, so we're streaming through 7 Plus in Australia, which is really exciting. Um, it's really great to, to have that partnership with Channel 7 and building that off the back of the Commonwealth Games, um, again, is going to be really beneficial. So we've worked really hard to get a great streaming product um, and we're really excited about that partnership with 7 Plus. Fantastic. Now, during the day at the same weekend, you've got SwimCon happening. Tell us about that. So SwimCon is about bringing together um, some of the great expertise across our business um, and generating some, some thought leadership and some innovation um, across the swimming community and also the sports community. It's not just for um, swimming administrators or coaches, it's, it's for anyone working in, in sports. Um, so there's a range of different topics from um, you know, around government funding, around uh, path that, you know, the path to Paris. And obviously on to the 10-year 10 10 runway into 2032, we've got some great speakers who are aligned with, with that, um, including Brent Nowicki, from, who's the um, CEO of FINA, 
as well as Kieran Perkins, who's the former president of Swimming Australia and now the CEO of the Australian Sports Commission, which is exciting. We've got some great coaches coming in to chat to us about um, different styles of coaching and different approaches. We've got um, some female health and wellbeing initiatives. So one of our partners, City Fertility Group, is going to do a couple of sessions around um, how to provide support for, for female athletes, both during their career and, and afterwards. Uh, we're going to have some great technology speakers as well. So talking about some of the great work that we've been doing, um, especially with Amazon Web Services and, and um, you know, how we use technology to support our Olympic team. So there's a great lineup of speakers on a real wide range of um, of topics that are going to be applicable to, to sports businesses across the country. Um, and then as well as lunch with uh, our dolphins, which is really exciting. They're, you know, coming back from a rather long campaign overseas, probably the longest one in a number of years. They'll, they'll be away for sort of around 10 weeks by the time they get home. So a really great opportunity to, to meet some of the dolphins and hear about their experiences, both in Budapest for the World Championships, as well as Birmingham for the Commonwealth Games. All right, sounds, sounds really interesting. Now, our listener is either a swimming parent or a volunteer or a governor or a coach or a swimmer. Um, and those swimmers actually get wet, so they're not swimming people who stay dry. What, what would you say the big attraction is for that, for that sort of audience? I just think it's the range of speakers that we have and the, um, the varying topics. Um, you know, even as a parent, hearing some of the things around technology that we're doing to get a better understanding of how that might be able to benefit your child while swimming, um, you know, technical officials to understand some of the other areas of the business and how that evolution around technology is happening. Um, if you're a parent, you absolutely want to come and, and the parent of a, of a female swimmer, you absolutely want to come and hear about, um, hear from City Fertility Group and the panel that we're pulling together that talks about, you know, female athlete health and wellbeing. So, while it might seem um, on paper that it's more for sports administrators, I definitely think that um, anyone involved in sport is going to enjoy um, the conference, you know, and definitely certain segments of it. Great. So, again, if people are interested, um, where can they get tickets and how much are they? So for consistency, uh, once again, Ticket Tech. Ticket Tech have partnered with us for the whole um, festival of swimming, which is great. So one-day passes start from $250, including GST, um, and two-day passes from $450. You can also buy tables of eight. Um, so there's some really great opportunities. Again, on the Swimming Australia website, if you just go to the SwimCon page, it'll give you the current rundown of the conference, so who is speaking, um, and sort of a layout of the program, as well as links to the Ticket Tech pages. I'll just jump in here to let you know that since we recorded this interview, Swimming Australia have put a special discount in for people like us. So stay tuned to the end, and I'll tell you how to take advantage of that special price. After that weekend, you have a bit of a breather before we head into the Australian Short Course Championships, which yeah. traditionally over the last few years has been in Melbourne. So it's been moved to, to Sydney. Uh, but is it is it a sort of rinse and repeat of what, what these short course championships have been in, in previous years? Yeah, so it's we've renamed it Sydney Sprints, um, you know, just to really highlight that it is that short course nature um, of, of swimming uh, and of the championships. I don't think I, I no, I don't think we've held it for the last two years just due to COVID, obviously. 
but it is, yeah, it's our Australian Short Course Championships. So um, added significance to it this year, I guess, with the FINA World Short Course Championships being held in Melbourne in December. Um, so I definitely think that will um, that will mean that more Aussies will want to get involved because it'll be a really exciting event to be a part of down at um, down in Melbourne in December. So. Um, yeah, not much of a breather, though. Uh, we'll be opening up for pre-meet training, as we usually do, and we'll have some bump out uh, bits and pieces to do around the venue after Jewel in the Pool. But, um, yeah, really excited to be able to put short, short course on again this year after a couple of years of a break due to COVID. Now, you might not know, but are any of the USA swimming swimmers uh, hanging around for short course or any other big names coming in? Uh, we do have some of the US swimmers sticking around. I don't have their names on me at the moment, but some of the about, I think about five or six of them are sticking around. Um, we do have some swimmers coming in from other countries. We've invited countries like Canada, Japan, uh, South Korea, New Zealand. So a lot of our Pacific um yeah, our Pacific countries, we've invited along to, to attend. And we do know that we've had some international entries to date, which is really exciting. I think. Um, again, just the attraction of the FINA World Short Course in uh, December in Melbourne is attracting a lot of people here. Now, I'm not sure whether entries will still be open when this goes to air, but uh, if, uh, I mean, is this just for the elite of elites of, of Australian swimmers or can, uh, can club swimmers potentially come and compete at, uh, at the Short Course Championships? Yeah, it's like our age and open championships. If you meet the qualifying times, uh, you're able to enter. So all of the qualifying time information is on our, on our website um, and should be pretty easy to find. Um, so, yeah, as long as you're part of a club and you, you meet the qualifying times, I know a lot of the state short course championships are happening at the moment. Um, and as long as, yeah, as long as you meet those times, you can enter. And the more the merrier. You know, we're really excited about that, that four days of racing in Sydney. Yeah, and it's a great opportunity to come and swim alongside several internationals by the sounds of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and back at the, you know, the Sydney Olympic Aquatic Centre, where, again, we haven't really hosted a lot in the last few years. So really good to be back and to, to be in that environment um, in and around, you know, really where the last, the last Olympics was held in this country. And the final event of the week, I think, is the awards night. Um, what's happening there? So it's our um, standard awards night, our Swimming Australia Awards Night, where we'll award um, some of our community members. We'll be awarding our swimmers and coaches of the year. And for the first time ever, we're going to be inducting um, some people into our Hall of Fame. So this is the first year that we've uh, launched the Swimming Hall of Fame and we'll have six inductees going in um, in year one. So we're really excited to add that element to our awards night and to really recognise our community um, through our awards. Now, before I let you go, I would like to move to the quick fire round of questions, Jodes. But uh, is there is there anything else about um, the festival of swimming that you think we should be discussing? I just think if you have got the opportunity and you are a swimming fan, it will be a great opportunity to to get to Sydney. Um, so if you do have the time. Um, we'd love to see you down here. We will also have tickets on sale for our um, short course event, our Sydney Sprints, um, again, through Ticketek and through our website. So um, there'll be plenty of action in the pool to keep you occupied for the whole week. Very good. And just to be absolutely clear, you go to swimming.org.au, you go to the events page, and that will lead you into tickets and information absolutely. and everything you need to know. 
Yep, and all the programs are in there, programs of events. Even for Jewel in the Pool, we've now uploaded the program of events into that as well. So all the information you need is there. Fantastic. So let's move on to the quick fire round of questions. Sorry, this was not a notice. So. That's okay. <laughs> so, sorry to show this. Uh, only five questions, um, whatever comes to mind. And I know you've only been in swimming a short while yourself. So uh, these are swimming specific. So, uh, so no pressure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so what's been the most useful piece of advice or equipment that you would, um, you've come across in your time in swimming? Look, I'm not going to call her equipment, but Karen McLeod has absolutely saved my backside a number of times. Um, so it all started when she sent me an email asking me if ledges were going to be calibrated ahead of age championships. I had no idea what she was talking about, um, so I had to go and find out. But she's been a godsend for me in my uh, at the start of my swimming career now to understand how we need to execute our events. So um, I know she's not a thing, but she's absolutely been uh, a godsend for us. Oh, lovely. Now, if you were to officiate at a Swimming New South Wales event, which of course you won't, the lucky door prize is either a, a bottle of wine or a box of chocolates. Would you do wine or chocolates? Wine, hands down, wine. <laughs> Don't even need what to think sort? about that one. Uh, look, it's winter, so I'm going to go for a nice big meaty Shiraz. Very nice. What, if anything, would you do differently if you had your time in swimming again? Uh, I'd be locking in our event calendar much earlier. Um, I think that's our key moving forward is we've been a little bit reactive. Um, we're a very new team, so we've we've been learning on the run. Um, I think September allows us to stop, reset our calendar, and then be really set for success. Question four, what's your 50 metres freestyle personal best time? <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I swam 50 metres freestyle. That might be, I can't give you a time, but that's, I'm going to call that incentive to get back in the pool at some point and actually have a crack and see what I can come up with. And final question, what's been your most exciting swimming moment so far? Uh, I think the first day of age championships, I'd never seen anything quite like it, uh, that many kids in the pool, uh, but it really, to me, really rammed home the reason that we're here which is to make sure that as many people can be swimming as they possibly can. So it was great to see, um, exciting slash a little bit nerve wracking uh, ahead of the start of that meet. But um, yeah, for me, really, it, it is our biggest meet of the year and it, and it is, you know, a large part of our purpose. That was Jodie Hawkins, Executive General Manager of Commercial and Marketing from Swimming Australia. And if you want to learn more about all the activities happening around the Festival of Swimming, then do go to the new Swimming Australia website at swimming.org.au and go to the events page and learn all about it there. As Jody mentioned, you can follow the links to Ticketet to buy tickets. And that special discount for people like us for the Swimcom conference uh, there's a special discount code that's not actually on the Swimming Australia website. So you can get that discount code by going to swim.rocks slash swimcon. Swim.rocks slash swimcon. Swimcon is S-W-I-M-C-O-N. And there's a 20% discount off the entry price. 
And don't forget, the conference ticket also includes wonderful lunch, including lunch with the dolphins and entry into Jewel in the Pool. Anyway, that's just about it for this time. Thank you so much for joining us. And until we next meet, do please stay dry.